0: Metro District 6 covers Northeast, Southeast, and Southwest Portland. The district is currently represented by Bob Stacy. Stacy joined the Metro Council in 2012. Leah LaFlora is challenging Stacy for the seat in this May 19th primary. We have Leah here with us to tell us more. Good morning, Leah.
1: Good morning, Emily. How are you?
0: I'm oh, good. Thanks so much for joining us.
1: Thank you for having me. I appreciate it.
0: So, who are you and why are you running for Metro Council District 6?
1: Um, well, um, I am a registered patent agent uh, by trade. Um, however, uh, we're all many things, um, and I bring a very diverse um, range of backgrounds to uh, leadership. Um, I uh, originally started off uh, my career as a social worker, um, but I have experience doing a variety of other things as well. And I think that these combined uh, life experiences and leadership opportunities um, come together in a really unique and powerful way uh, to make me a different type of leader. So um, I'm running uh, in the Metro race uh, because I have a very strong feeling that we need to reform our garbage system. Um, Since people have been around, we've pretty much figured out two ways to manage our garbage, which is burn it or bury it. Mm. And, you know, we're only making more people and they're only making more garbage. Um, So I think that it is uh, important that we change our mind about how we manage our garbage. And um, one of the things that I think that we need to do um, in addition to um, reducing um, the amount of consumables that we are consuming um, is mm-hmm. to uh, use this waste-to-energy technology um, that's currently already being in use by Metro. Um, it's a carbon-neutral um, way to convert any carbon-based waste um including plastics, because plastics are hydrocarbons, um, into uh, liquid biofuel and uh, charcoal. It doesn't combust the carbon. It just condenses it. Uh, So this is a tremendous opportunity for us. Uh, Right now, Metro has a pyrolysis facility um, at the Columbia Wastewater Treatment Plant, where they are currently converting uh, wastewater treatment byproducts. Um, And... um, uh, food scraps. They've recently started a program um, where businesses who generate more than 250 pounds of food scraps per week um, can have their food scraps shipped to the pyrolysis facility instead of um, either going to um, to turn into compost or to go into the landfill. So um, it's great that Metro is employing this technology um, and also is expanding its mind on how this technology can be used. Um, I think that the next step in this process is that we need to um, build a plastics pyrolysis facility um, and start uh, converting all of our uh, no longer useful uh, plastics waste into
0: fuel. Hmm. So one of the critiques that I've read about the Metro District 5 race, so different race than yours, but District 5, is that they're not talking enough about garbage. You are bringing that voice to the District 6 race race. Um, And in one of the articles that I read about you, it said that you are passionate about garbage. Tell us why this particular issue has become so critical to you and and one of your main uh, campaign platforms during this race. Well,
1: um, I guess you could say garbage is in my blood. Um, My uh, grandfather was the inventor of the square-bottom plastic bag. Um, So the idea of managing garbage kind of just... uh, been around for my entire life yeah. um, I got my first insight about the condition of things um, in in eighth grade science class uh, when I learned that the earth is a closed system mm-hmm. and it was then that I had the idea that we can't really throw anything away because there is no such place as a way in a closed system we're all in it together us in our garbage um, so that has really been um, the key to uh, the key insight to, to getting me to think about like how we do manage our waste um, in my um, uh, electronics engineering technology program at Portland Community College. Um, I specialize in renewable energy, and uh, it was there that I learned about uh, pyrolysis, among the many other uh, wonderful uh, renewable energy techniques that we just are not employing enough of. Um, And it was at that time that I was just like, wow, we should do this. Like, why aren't we doing this? Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, when I learned that Metro was the level of uh, government that managed managed regional solid waste, um, it was then that I knew uh, that this was where my path was headed.
0: And why aren't we doing more?
1: Oh, (laughs) there's a lot of reasons, but I would say really the main one is that everything else is worse right now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So when you think about the condition of um, housing affordability and homelessness in the region and how people are struggling so much, we absolutely have to do something about that. And when you think about um, our carbon future and the transportation measures That Metro is going to put forward on the November ballot You know, we, we have to do that now, too um, When <laughs> So everything else just kind of goes to the back burner um, Unless there's an advocate for it um, Which is, you know, why garbage just keeps getting swept under the rug uh, So to speak um, Because Metro has not had the voice for garbage that garbage needs.
0: Mm. So it can be tough to run against an incumbent because the question is, well, what has that incumbent done wrong or, or what hasn't gotten attention in order to to deserve a change in leadership? What's your answer to that question? Why does district C six need a change in leadership right now? Well,
1: I would say that um, while I am not dissatisfied with the work of Counselor Stacey, um, that he does not bring the voice to the table that I do. Mm-hmm. And like I said, unless we prioritize making garbage and improving and modernizing um, our solid waste management system, um, other things will always have a louder voice and be more important. So. Um, and, and currently, I don't really hear a voice for garbage anywhere on Metro Council. Um, and, and it's good that we are having a more diverse array of leadership on Metro Council. Um, for the longest time, it had been, you know, retired mayors and, <laughs> you know, older people it's, and more men. Um, it's nice to see more women on Metro Council. Um, it's great that Juan Carlos Gonzalez got elected to Metro. You know, it's important that we have his voice on Metro Council. Um, uh, the current Metro Council president, uh, Lynn Peterson, uh, comes from a transportation background, um, which is also the background that Bob comes from. Um, so when I think about what, what extra flavor can be added to that pot, um, it's what I have to offer is very different.
0: As folks are evaluating the Metro houseless services uh, ballot measure, what do you think they should know about the measure?
1: I love this measure. I think it is so important in what it is trying to do and in the way it was crafted. Um, the Here Together coalition um, brought together, Social services and community organizations who are generally present at the table when this type of conversation is being had, with business organizations who are finally um, able to see how um, houselessness is negatively impacting the business community. Um, So I would say that this is a very unique coalition that has come together uh, to make a solution that seems to be workable to everyone. Um, It has a funding mechanism, uh, which um, it's a 1% tax on um, individuals making over $125,000 a year, or couples making over $200,000 a year, or businesses making over $5 million a year. Mm -hmm. So if a business made $5 million and $10, the 1% tax would be on the $10 over $5 million. So the funding mechanism for this is not um, reducing funds from people and businesses who can't already afford to pay it. So, um, And that, that that has come uh, as a recommendation from the business community, to me, is an incredibly important thing. Um, when I hear about um, how services will be funded, um, it'll be uh, on a county-to-county basis, which is great because People experiencing houselessness in Clackamas County are having a different experience of it than people who are in Multnomah County or in Washington County. Um, There is an audit mechanism um, in this measure um, to make sure that funds are being well spent. Um, And, you know, if these funds were available in any other way at the federal level, at the state level, at the county level, at the city level, they would be being spent. You know, when programs like Cheers are getting cut, you know, this is this is an enormous problem. They're already thin, stretched resources cannot be stretched any thinner. And since Oregon has one of the worst homelessness populations uh, in the United States, we have to act now. People are suffering and it's wrong. I strongly support the work of the Here Together Coalition and uh, voting yes on Measure 26 10.
0: And this this measure has gotten mixed reviews from the media community and their endorsements. It's been a, a mix of yes and no. Uh, and one of the criticisms is that this isn't specific enough. Um, we can't see sort of what accountability looks like for Metro. How do you answer that concern?
1: Um, well, because of the diverse needs um of the different communities, it's difficult to make things that specific but to me um that there's a cap on administrative um, uh costs and also an audit mechanism i that that seems like it sets it up for um, a a good use of funds mm-hmm.
0: and As you think about the role of Metro counselors, what makes a good counselor for Metro? Um, Well, um,
1: I think that um, a good Metro counselor would also um, have the qualities of a good representative generally. You know, um, people who are good representatives, they listen. Um, They're available to their constituents. Um, They build relationships with communities. Um, one of the things that um, Metro Council uh, took on in 2016 uh, was the idea that uh, they should be prioritizing um, equity uh, in in their actions Um, that it took them until 2016 to realize that and make it a priority um, I think has been harmful um, to the community's relationship with Metro Um, as I had heard um, Many uh, policy decisions uh, before this were just made by um, metro counselors and the business community. Um, And when you don't loop in affected communities in decision making, that's incredibly paternalistic and often creates not the outcome that you want. You know, people living in the communities that they are in or participating in the communities that they are in know the needs of these communities. And a top-down model is never a good leadership model in that regard. Mm -hmm. Um, Going into places, finding out what people need, making yourself available, I think all of these things um, make a a good um, representative.
0: And how do you... leading from the
1: heart, too. Oh, sorry. No, please, go ahead. Um... Leadership um, means taking your message to the people, um, elevating the voice of garbage um, in communities, and you know, talking to um, people out on um, in Southeast 82nd. You know, what their experience is, is going to be different than people who live in Selwood or people who live in Laurelhurst. You know, each different community is going to have its own. Um, community organizations and um, things that are important to it. So, um, leading from the heart and and taking taking your message to the people.
0: How do you, how do you ensure broad community engagement? You know, I often hear people say, "Well, I have an open door policy. Uh, you know, people can call and email me." After generations of systemic oppression, specifically of communities of color and those with limited economic mobility, it's not enough to have an open door or an email address out in the world. What does community engagement look like um, for you, Leah? Uh,
1: Well, community engagement looks like going out into the community. Um, Like you said, uh, having an open door policy is not good enough. Um, In order to find out what communities need, um, many communities have organizations, either things like um, uh, racial or ethnic group um, communities or geographic group communities. Um, These are... Groups of people that get together on a regular basis, you know, reaching out to these communities and saying, "Hey, you know, I'm here to listen, and I'm also here to share. You know, what when when can you host me? I would love to, you know, come to you um, and and make you know that I am available on this level."
0: Mm-hmm. And you know i'm sure throughout his campaign your priorities have added had to shift thinking about covid 19 response and recovery but as you think about year year one as a metro counselor what are what would your priorities be um
1: well there's a lot of stuff that's um the crank is already turning on mm-hmm. um housing is so important to me and um the metro 2018 housing bond um Uh, that was passed is now being implemented um, to make sure that those funds are being spent in an equitable way. Um, Right now, uh, the plan was to make 3,900 units of permanently affordable housing. Um, I think that construction has begun on some of it. However, with things being what they are now, it's difficult to say where things are in process. Um, However, uh, that's, 3,900 units is just the tip of the iceberg as far as um, the need for affordable housing. Uh, so to definitely uh, do what I can to prioritize that. Um, in, in my first year, I imagine that measure 26 to 10 passes um, and that we are doing the work to um, make sure that people who have been, people and families um, who have been squeezed out of housing Um, can get rehoused and that then uh, the services that they need to remain in housing um, are available to them. So that is definitely a huge priority for me in my first year. Um, I also imagine that the transportation measure passes and that um, what we will need to do then is to really focus on how we can use that as a way to reduce our carbon infrastructure and our carbon footprint. Um, It's it's so important, um, especially considering that transportation um, is, I think it's the most polluting sector um, of uh, mm-hmm. out there, um, so that we uh, implement the transportation measure uh, in such a way that prioritizes carbon reduction um, and also prioritizes um, community safety. Uh, so There are a variety of projects that are in the transportation measure um, that uh, will um, add sidewalks to places that don't have them Um, on bus routes (laughs) where children walk. You know, why haven't we done this yet? This is Mm. 2020. You know, we we live in a first world country and (laughs) things are, you know, going pretty well for us here in Portland. And yet we still have these places that are unsafe for residents. Um, Also, the. safety hotspots, um, uh, both on uh, 82nd and on Powell. Um, As I understand it, um, there have been a a large number of safety issues um, in both of these areas, but because um, Powell is also uh, Oregon 26 and because 82nd is also Oregon 213, there's interjurisdictional issues about who's responsible for what. Um, And I think that Metro is the perfect organization to sort out those types of things um, because it does work regionally. Um, So those, I would say, would be my highest priorities in my first year. But also, you know, banging the drum for garbage and, you know, starting to talk to people about how we can get the ball rolling. Um, There's no time like the present. And really, you know, these are conversations we should have been having like 20 or 30 years ago. Mm. So um, that would be my first year priorities as a Metro counselor.
0: With any candidate, it's about the vision, but also about how one gets things done. As you think about activating on the vision you just shared, what does it look like to get things done with, as, a, as a Metro counselor?
1: Um, well, <laughs> I... I'm not unrealistic about the amount of effort that having the garbage conversation is going to take Mm -hmm. Um, and it's going to have to take a long time so what that looks like to me is um, making regular meetings where we talk about garbage and about how we can modernize our systems um, where I talk to uh, communities and and people to find out you know how they could have a better relationship with, you know, their solid waste management system and just start that conversation. Um, I have um, developed relationships with a variety of different communities. So strengthening those relationships and, you know, making people know that um, the more that we talk about this. Uh, the farther ahead in the game that we can get. And the more likely it is that we'll be able to manage our solid waste in a more carbon neutral way as we move forward in our future.
0: Mm. How has your campaign had to shift because of COVID-19?
1: Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. It's one thing running for office the first time. Um, it's, it's, it's different running for office the first time uh, during COVID-19. So uh, previously where I had um, a heavy canvassing strategy, mm-hmm. um, that went out the window. Uh, so um, shifting to a digital strategy um, has been uh, what, what we've had to do. Um, so doing Facebook Live events, having virtual house parties instead of in-person ones. Um, there's been more phone banking um it's it's definitely uh been an experience
0: <laughs> yeah and as candidates are are looking at their ballot as they're looking at their voters' pamphlet, where should they go to learn more about you, Leah? um I
1: have a Facebook page that mm-hmm. I uh, update a lot. it's um uh, for Metro uh, and um, I also have a website um. That there is uh, information on me and um, how you can participate in my campaign, um, and that is uh, for, the number four LaFleur4Oregon.com. dot uh, So those are the best ways to uh, to find out more about my campaign.
0: And any endorsement interviews or debates or anything that you've that you've been a part of that you think represented your vision and your candidacy well, that folks should check out.
1: Um. <laughs> i was not endorsed by any of the um newspapers uh, that interviewed with me um some of them had nicer things to say than others but you know i wouldn't say that that's where you're going to get your best information about me and my campaign
0: okay thank you thank you thank you so much for joining us this morning leah
1: thank you for having me emily it's been a pleasure
0: Again, that's Leah LaFleur, website LaFleur, L-A-F-L-E-U-R, the number four, Oregon.com. And Leah is running for Metro Counselor District District.